Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today. 54 scientists in the United States have lost their jobs due to an ongoing investigation by the National Institutes of Health into foreign financial ties. The new numbers come from Michael Lauer, who is the NIH's head of extramural research. Lauer had previously provided a little bit of information on the scope of this investigation, which targeted 189 scientists at 87 different institutions. However, his presentation earlier to a senior advisory panel offered the most detailed breakout of this effort by far. The NIH investigation launched in August 2018, and it has roiled through the U.S. biomedical community, resulting in criminal charges against multiple prominent researchers, including people like Charles Lieber, the chair of Harvard University's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. 93% of the cases that resulted in firings found that the scientists were linked to hidden funding coming from Chinese institutions. NIH Director Francis Collins said in a statement characterizing the ongoing investigation, it's not what we had hoped and it's not a fun task. He went on to call the data sobering. In the vast majority of cases, according to Lauer, The person being investigated was an Asian man in his mid-50s, 
somewhere in his 50s. Some three-quarters of those under investigation had active NIH grants, and nearly half had at least two grants. The 285 active grants altogether totaled 164 million U.S. dollars. Lauer also presented data on the nature of the violations they had uncovered. Some 70% of the researchers had failed to disclose to NIH that they had received a foreign grant at all, and 54% had failed to disclose participation in a foreign talent program. In contrast, Lauer said, only 9% hid ties to a foreign company, and only 4% had an undisclosed foreign patent. Around 5% of cases involved a violation of the peer review system used by NIH. Now, some of us are going to instantly note the racial discrepancy in this investigation. Are these scientists being targeted based on their ethnicity? Well, yes, the investigators seem to say, but not by us. Lauer said the fact that 82% of those being investigated are Asian is, quote, not surprising because, quote, that's who the Chinese target in their foreign talent recruitment programs. Some 82% are men, and their median age is 56. The youngest individual was 48, and the oldest was 59. A little more than one-half had been an NIH peer reviewer in the past two years, and 41% of those people under investigation, that's 77 scientists total, have been banned from further participation in this system of vetting grant proposals. NIH has been in the forefront of federal efforts to identify and block behavior that many U.S. government officials believe poses a significant threat to the country's economic well-being and to national security. Several bills pending in Congress currently seek to limit that threat in a number of ways. One, they would limit the flow of scientific talent to China from the United States, or two, they would restrict access to federally funded research that provides a foundation for cutting-edge technologies and new industries. Think of neural networks, think of facial recognition, and so on. Lauer's presentation also provides a snapshot into the scope of that broader, again, ongoing investigation. There are currently 399 scientists of possible concern to NIH. And the FBI has identified 30%, or 121, of these individuals. Another 44 scientists have been flagged by their own institutions. Lauer says of that pool, investigations into 63%, or 256 scientists, came out positive. Investigations into 19% came out negative. And the status of the remaining 18% is currently pending. Our second story today, in a time of, to understate the case, global and domestic instability, it seems Poland almost lit the match to the flame of international conflict. And they did it accidentally. It's true. Poland has admitted to briefly invading the nearby Czech Republic last month in what the Polish Defense Ministry describes as a, quote, 
misunderstanding. This story first appeared in the regional Denik newspaper. It all started when Polish troops guarding the frontier as part of the coronavirus measures took up positions by a chapel on the Czech side of the border. They had, according to reports, been staying there for several days. The soldiers actively prevented Czech visitors from accessing the chapel. A construction engineer overseeing repairs at the structure had wanted to take photographs of the plaster, but he was turned away by Polish soldiers who were armed with machine guns. They had set up a roadblock on the path leading to the building. The local paper dispatched a photographer to the site, and his photographs appear to confirm this engineer's account. The chapel is very close to Poland. It's only 30 miles inside the territory of the Czech Republic, and the border is literally a, like a small stream. This local paper said that the soldiers had initially taken up positions on the Polish bank of the stream, but for unknown reasons had decided to make an incursion into Czech territory. It's unclear how long this occupation, I guess you could call it, actually lasted. So the construction engineer says he was turned away from the chapel on Thursday, May 25th. The soldiers were still there the following weekend, and the Czech equivalent of Friends of the Earth was due to hold a small meeting in a nearby village. The movement's local coordinator, one Ivo Dukopol, tried to explain to the Polish forces that his group had previously planned a visit to the chapel to take photographs, and he was rebuffed, to say the least. Mr. Dukopol told a local paper, quote, a soldier dressed in the uniform of a foreign state was carrying a submachine gun and started giving me orders. It was a terrifying experience. At this point, it seems, the local Czech police force was contacted and the troops were ordered to leave. The Polish Ministry of Defense stated the placement of the border posts was the result of a misunderstanding, not a deliberate act. It was corrected immediately and the case was resolved. And it's lucky that the situation was resolved before it escalated further. While it might seem like a small crossed wire and even humorous, it's important to remember that history is one long story of very small events creating very large and all too often catastrophic changes. So many things are happening. And it's tough to choose our third story today, so let's hope we all tune in tomorrow. In the meantime, this is one spy story we couldn't pass up. It is about one of the world's worst spies this week. Officials in Los Angeles say they recently arrested a suspected Chinese spy, one Xin Wang, as he attempted to leave the States on June 7th. He was literally headed toward the plane, and when he was detained for questioning, he proceeded to sing. He ratted out the entire operation with apparently little to no prompting. U.S. authorities say Wang entered the United States in March of 2019, posing as a medical researcher seeking to do scientific research at the University of California, San Francisco. However, officials say, in reality, when he was 
cursorily questioned by Customs and Border Patrol agents at the airport, he said he was an officer in the Chinese People's Liberation Army and was employed by a military university lab. According to court documents, he told Customs and Border Patrol agents that he had been instructed by his bosses in China to observe the layout of the local labs there at University of California and bring back information on how to replicate it in China. In their statement, the officials say CBP received information that Wang had studies from UCSF with him, which he was taking to share with his colleagues, and he had sent research to his lab in China via email. They also added, He also told his supervising professor at University of California, San Francisco, that he had duplicated some of the work of that professor at the lab in China. Some of the work at this lab was funded by grants from the United States Department of Health and Human Services, and that's coming to us from the National Institutes of Health. You may remember them from the first story today. The federal officials also added, that Xin Wang had wiped his personal phone of WeChat messaging content before he arrived at the airport for his flight home. Currently, he's charged with visa fraud, and he faces up to 10 years in prison, along with a $250,000 fine if he is convicted. His arrest comes as relations between the United States and China have, to say the least, soured in recent months mainly over the COVID-19 pandemic and also over ongoing trade issues. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners may enjoy. To hit us with your best or worst dad jokes, as well as your personal experience with COVID-19 or the ongoing protest in the U.S. and abroad, let us know by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter or reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter or at BenBullen on Instagram. Thanks as always to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bullen. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. 
Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.